there's a lot of that too oh bisexual mermaids i'm hey, here man. for it why not who, you're in this okay so who's gonna read this and if i'm gonna read it i just need to know how i'm gonna pronounce this okay let me look at this again Spannensbogen. Spannensbogen. I would say Spawn, wouldn't you? Spannensbogen? Spannensbogen. Spannensbogen. <laughs> Must say it like that. I'm looking this up. Is this a thing? I, like, why? Don't do this to us, Frank. 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 Okay. He was thinking about this when he wrote this. He, he was did. like, <laughs> um, years from now, two idiots will... No. Well, one idiot Let's will see. struggle with this. <gasps> I did not mean to imply you're, that you were an idiot. Oh, I wasn't even... I didn't even get that far. Hello and welcome back to Let's Get Weirding. I'm Megan Sunday. And I'm Bo North. On this show, we are discussing Frank Herbert's Dune series, chapter by chapter. And this week, we are back to talk chapter 31, just as soon as we complete a crash course in physics. It's actually chapter 32. I keep forgetting to change the chapters when I make the script every week. Um, well. Surprise, guys. Yeah, we're going off a script um yeah i don't know if you could tell this show yeah um yeah but it is chapter 32 that's my bad yeah yeah whatever hey megan <laughs> keep fucking that chicken now nah, we've been gone a while we've had thanksgiving in our bellies and we're still mm-hmm. feeling the trip to fan a week later yeah that's for sure yeah so many casseroles. did you have a nice a nice thanksgiving were you are you now water fat I'm very water. F- oh my god! <laughs> the minute the minute I walked into the desert, they'd all just be going, "Ooh, <laughs> get a load of her water bags." <laughs> <laughs> just roll her right into whatever processor we've got. No offense, yeah. honey, but this is it. This is it for it you. It was an interesting holiday because I did not drink really. I had maybe mm. a couple beverages, but I didn't drink this Thanksgiving. So I was drinking a lot of. Um, seltzer water like cans of seltzer like oh nice yeah um and yeah so i am i'm like even more water fat than usual this week (laughs) i was drinking amaretto as you know because i was texting you (laughs) (laughs) i enjoyed it very much (laughs) i you know my husband's never had an amaretto sour and i'm just like i'm gonna i think if i made one for you it would be your favorite drink oh yeah those are good of all time (laughs) Mm -hmm. because he loves sweet stuff and i don't although it's Uh, weird yeah Ever since I started taking antidepressants, I've had, like, the craziest sweet tooth. Like, I'm not, I don't like sweets. I'm not a chocolate person. But, like, I bought a whole thing of, like, chocolate-covered almonds. And then I also bought, like, those gummy, they're not gummies, but they're, like, not a hard candy and not a soft candy. But those, like, sour candies, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, And I've just been, like... Normally, I could have, like, one or two in, like, a month and be fine, but I've eaten almost all of both of them. So, (laughs) interesting development. Stay tuned for further, you know, 
We'll keep up. My dentist will be very upset. Yeah, this just always undercuts the fact that neither Bo nor myself would last long in the fictional worlds we enjoy. Oh, God. No, no, no. No, I would have been dead, like, in the first page. <laughs> I wouldn't have even uh, passed the Gamsha bar. <laughs> oh, like, no. Not, I'm like, no. ow, ow, I don't <laughs> like this. <laughs> no, okay, fine, I'm an animal. See ya. <laughs> I'm taking my hand out. Oops. You poked yeah, me. Bye. <laughs> Gotta go. Speaking of Gamja Bar, <gasps> oh yes. my god, big news. We have merch. We have shirts. Gorgeous designs from Salty Said Sweetly. Um, if you go to their webpage, it's just saltysaidsweetly.com, I think. Um, they have a T public page and we you will find our merch there also if you like the work of Catherine and Valente like her, they have some of her designs there mm-hmm. um really really cool to be in the same shop as her by the way I know. like holy <laughs> shit um extremely cool and they're gorgeous we have one that's like a beautiful like it's the box with the gamja bar um, and our, lo- you know, says our podcast name and what we do. We're doing podcast. And then another, like, beautiful desert scene. Yes. With a little sandworm. It's very mm. good. I know. It's so good. I'm I know. still I'm waiting on mine. I'm okay. very excited. Yeah. I got mine. It looks great. It fits great. Like, I'm a bigger girl. I'm a busty girl. I need a bigger size. And T Public is, like, always, if I have a choice between Redbubble and T Public, like, no shade on the on the artists that use Redbubble, but like T Public's shirts, they just have a better variety of like, you know, sizes. Mm-hmm. So I'm re- we're really excited about that, and uh, yeah, so check that out. We'll have links in the show notes for you. Exactly. <clears throat> yes, it was very it's very exciting. It is. I can't wait to just only wear More my own exciting. merch. Than this epigraph from a rule <laughs> <laughs> that I have been having a low-key panic attack over all afternoon. Well, because but after gonna... all these these words that yeah. presumably many of them so Arabic in origin Latin... that I'm trying to pronounce week after yeah. week, suddenly they... German. Frank... Yeah, Frank's throwing German at us. Um. No, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's already enough. Best. I'm going to try my best here. Okay. I have a little wine. So I, I, you know, I'm a little loose. We'll try it. Okay. This is from The Wisdom of Muad'Dib by the Princess Irulan. The Fremen were supreme in that quality the ancients call Spenensboten which is the self-imposed delay between a desire for a thing and the act of reaching out to grasp that thing. Can I be really crude? Spannensbogen. Is this, yes. is this edging? I don't know. Can you be crude on this show? <laughs> My own show. Because I was going to make an edging joke. We've like had like, so boy. many cum jokes on the show oh, So many. <laughs> um, yeah, it does sound a bit like edging. <laughs> uh, which is kind of appropriate considering oh, this totally. chapter definitely, definitely has a lot of so... Hey, <laughs> going on in it. 
You know, just just to stay on this topic for just a second. <laughs> you know that Arulin is like she's got to be a fan of edging. Like that's her <laughs> whole life is edging. I oh, I don't know because like there's definite cuz there's definitely parts where Paul is like, I don't care. If you're banging other dudes, just you no just, babies, no babies, and you yeah. can't make a big deal of it, which is kind of rich. Um, yeah, but that's coming from him, yes, not uncommon in no. lots of cultures. So, all right, you know, like nice to see some things haven't changed. <laughs> um, but I don't, you know, I don't. She never takes advantage of that. So yeah, she's just writing and writing. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, whatever. Yeah, ruling. Yeah, poor girl. I we haven't know. even properly met her yet. And... No. And I do think that that is a problem. I mean, and this just I think comes down to there's always going to be these issues when you cast things in movies. Mm-hmm. But that's always a problem for me with the Lynch movie because it's like Sean Young is perfectly perfectly lovely. But she's not Virginia Madsen. (laughs) Oh, so you think that she's like, we're we're in a hamburger steak kind of situation here. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think that they're equally lovely, and Mm. I don't really think I would prefer one or the one over the other. Honestly, Lady Jessica's the hottest one in that movie to me. Oh yeah, she's got a whole. I mean, considering she's Paul's mom, that really takes her out of the running. Well, I mean, not everyone thinks that way, which is what that this is chapter is all about. True. Uh-uh. <laughs> um, I yeah. I appreciate that this chapter finally someone's just like, because you're pretty hot. Just gonna throw that out there. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, yeah. It's hot. a relief to have someone be like, oh, not only are you beautiful and skilled in combat but you are you know someone that is actually like seeing jessica and recognizing her for the badass that she is Mm -hmm. and not only just those things but like you're an intelligent woman you're an intelligent person who's capable of making like the best decision for her Mm -hmm. that you can make like here's some options and Uh, just i mean it's not skipping ahead but so far but the fact that Stilgar does say, yeah, maybe if we fought in actual combat, you would defeat me. No one would follow you. you. But the fact that he even acknowledges that she could possibly beat him. Is, yeah. It's like, yeah, Stilgar. It's kind of a revelation after all of these chapters of all of the men in this book, like, second-guessing and... You know, not giving her the credit she deserves or thinking she's a traitor or Mm -hmm. calling her a witch. It's just like, after a while, it's like, oh, God, come on. Yeah, the fact that we're finally at a point where when she uses her abilities, everyone's just like, that's that's awesome. Yeah. Holy shit. Can you show me how to do that? Because that's cool. Yeah, it's definitely for me as a reader, like and as a woman reading this, like, it was a big relief to get to this chapter and finally have, like, Jessica getting her due. There is there is one point 
where I get that it's supposed to be just like, oh, we're having this casual, like, buddy-buddy conversation right now. There mm-hmm. is a statement that Stilgar does make where I was like, mm, no, no friend. <laughs> that one's a little... Ew. I mean, it's not perfect. No, it's it's the part where he's just like, oh, we won't force, like, our own women, but... Eh. Yeah. I mean, you're an outsider, so I mean, I don't know. It's like, okay, no, 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 dude. Dude. No. Yeah. You're doing so well. Yeah. So well up to that point. <laughs> But, so, before we get to that, yeah, they are all still walking. Mm-hmm. Paul is just, he's, like, looking at everything. You know, this is so obnoxious for Chani. Cause yeah. She's like, come, come on. on. Go faster. And he's just like, but there's <laughs> some bushes over there. And what are those guys doing? And, oh, look, at, at the sand. She's like, no, <laughs> no, walk. Keep walking. <laughs> yeah, she's kind of hissing at him the whole yeah. time. Like, come on, keep up. Well, you stop. <laughs> Uh, and they get to, like, a cave, right? Yeah, and it's yeah. sort of like a, a halfway point. Um, mm. They aren't, they're, like, halfway to the actual the actual setch, and they um, are going to stop for the day. Yeah. Uh, so. The the men, you know, the Fremen want to rest without their still suits for a few hours. Which is fair. Yeah, totally. I mean, I don't think I'd want to have that shit jammed up my nose all day. Oh, God, and no. all night. Like, when I'm trying to sleep? No. It's when they get to, the, like, ah, oh, and everyone's got the scabbing and, like, the rub skin, and it's like, yeah. oh. I can't, oh. I can't even have a cold for very long because oh, no. my, my nose gets so ripped up. Again, oh, yeah. I'm dead. I'm dead my maracas. My skin is so delicate because I have very fair, like, rosacea you know i'm very scandinavian <laughs> mm. my skin is extremely like it shreds easily it's yeah yeah i am a delicate flower and i'm half italian yet that i didn't get any of that so the sun and i are like ah! <laughs> it's just like sorry my mediterranean blood is like Ugh. <laughs> i watched the irishman this weekend speaking of italians <laughs> Yeah, we were all required by law. Yeah, I mean, we all it was really had to watch good. it. Uh, I have not watched curious it. Curious why Robert De Niro, why Scorsese always wants him to play Irish guys in his movies, because like he's <laughs> obviously Italian. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird to me. Anyway, good movie. <laughs> uh, if that can be three and a half hours long, why can't Dune? I mean, I hope it is. I doubt it, especially if they're going to split it in two. I mean, I'm really tired of people bitching about long movies. Like, yes, <laughs> movies are long. I mean, a and bad this isn't movie a that's new long thing. is the worst. But no, it's not the new thing. Have you ever sat through Gone with the Fucking Wind? Very often. And there's an like, intermission. Oh, recently, because, you know, they put it up on Netflix, I think. But they have the the Magnificent Ambersons. Oh, yeah, that like, has. Yeah. yeah. My Fair Lady has an intermission. It. Yeah, we started watching it. I was like, holy shit, how long is this fucking movie? Well, that's that's an Orson Welles, right? Yeah. He had never <laughs> stopped. I, I know. And I was just like, I can't. I cannot hang. I <laughs> peaced be... out after like an hour and a half and we were still in the beginning. I was just like, no. <laughs> but he'll be in your movie if you buy, buy him a chef. <laughs> Orson Welles. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he'll go to the grocery store with Peter Bogdanovich for the amazing for the amazing Baron that he would have made. Oh, 
He would have been so fucking good. It's true. Don't act like you didn't hear me just say Peter Bogdanovich. Oh, I heard it. (laughs) (laughs) You mean my boo? Uh, I did realize something the other day um, that... I realized that in the future, there is the possibility. I mean, I, I'm just saying it that way because, you know, the world is what it is. Uh-huh. That we are going to be guesting on another podcast talking mm-hmm. about the sounds of the lambs. Yes. And you're going to give me so much shit. <laughs> Why? For the Anthony Hopkins thing? <laughs> Come on. Like, you're not gonna. Uh, I mean, I'm not really in a position to because if i'm <laughs> being honest in that movie i think scott glenn is kind of hot so <laughs> so really i'm not in a position to judge you <laughs> megan <laughs> he made a good jack crawford he like, did <laughs> and i found him attractive in that movie that movie and weirdly enough like even though he plays the biggest scumbag in the world like scotland and urban cowboy you know without the slapping around like he could get it <laughs> this is the weirdest podcast i know i'm glad i amused you anyway back to the desert back to the desert guys sorry uh but i digress um yeah so there's so there's door seals everywhere which mm-hmm. sounds pretty cool yeah it keeps like the moisture in but you gotta get everyone inside uh Chani tells paul to find a place to rest and stay out of the way child man yeah. <laughs> and he's kind of looking at her like wow she's so cool and she gives him some uh some spice cakes or little something. spice cakes little, little like spice some stuff burritos some stuffed grape leaves yeah it's like a spice churro is what i was imagining mm, delicious i know that sounds really good well it sounds like you eat it with the leaves or at least paul yeah. does maybe he's just doing it wrong <laughs> i mean that's entirely possible but he's like um holy shit this is a lot of spice i'm totally bugging <laughs> he starts tripping like he can't handle it yeah it's a lot of spice and he's like i'm almost past the point of no return with this spice like it's about to i'm about to experience a change and as someone going through perimenopause i sympathize it's no fun paul and he i i just like that she's still just calling him child man it's very good i love cheney yeah i just get that out there she's great Will we ever find a way that we can pronounce her name? Probably not. Is it? I mean, because my I don't know. says Chaney, I think. Okay. Yeah. I always say Chani because I knew someone named that, and oh. she was a Chani. I mean, Chani is a lovely name. Either way. Uh, I believe she was named after the character from the book. I didn't know it at the time. It was before mm-hmm. I knew uh, anything about Dune, but okay, yeah, well, she was a Chani. So. I'll say Chani and make it okay. easier for both of us. Okay. Then we're going to see um, a an ad for the movie and it's gonna be like <laughs> not gonna be that way and we're like dang it it'll be like shawnee or something yeah. like oh that. i've never considered that yeah oh man so stillgar wants to have a little one-on-one with jessica mm-hmm. um he kind of shows her like where they're gonna be going and you know like the sun's coming up and they're standing out there having so, a nice chat yeah so one he totally is like hey before we seal this place up come on up here i'm gonna show you something yeah it's <laughs> i was into it it's kind of sexy he so calls her weirding woman 
Still goes hot. Wedding woman. <laughs> um, and so there's a like a lot of reference to his facial hair. Yeah. <laughs> which I just noticed because there's just lots of him. He's like touching it and she's looking at it. And I'm like, okay, guys. No, that's, right. that's body language right there. She can read that shit. And she knows, we know she's into it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so she, you know, compliments that, uh, cause he notices like all the people that are out and he's like, okay, that means there aren't any patrols mm-hmm. because everyone would have gone, you know, inside. And she's just like, oh, that's really good. Like your people have a lot of discipline and then yeah. they just stare, they stare <laughs> at each other for a while. He's kind of like, well, that's just us. That's just kind of how we are like i lead they follow they get in line we we run a tight ship the leader's the strongest one i don't know if you know that i'm the leader yeah it means me she did ask if she compromised his position by beating him in combat and he said that um technically she busted all of them by beating him in combat because he's the strongest and she, by beating him she beat everyone um, but because she used this weirding way, like, it doesn't really count. Which... Well, and also because she didn't, it wasn't formal, because they have a yeah. lot of rituals. She didn't call him out. Yeah, yeah, it has to be, like, an official, like, this is happening, mm-hmm. it's a duel. There are certain rights that have to be observed in um, order for it to count, yes. And, but I really like that she asks that, and he doesn't get offended mm-hmm. by that question. Mm-hmm. He's just like, no, it's a legit question. Like, you're yeah. concerned about the position here. Because she's like, look, you know, it's important. She goes, I know it's important that you have everyone's respect. And he's just like, ah, I can handle all of them. Like, don't even yeah. worry about those. <laughs> and he calls them sand lice. Yeah. Um, sand fleas or something, I think. Yeah. And so that's, you know, she, he's just like, well, everyone wants to learn this weirding way from you. And some people, some of them are probably curious if you'll try to challenge me. But I wouldn't advise it because no one would follow you even if you won. Yeah. Right. And she's just like, all right, now that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, they're, uh, they're having like a real sort of rapport here. He tells her about how they're bribing the guild uh, mm-hmm. and why they don't have satellites and what they're planning to do, like their plans for the future of Arrakis. And she, this is like sort of the first time that Jessica's really like heard this. So she's like, oh, okay, that was Liette's plan. Um, she thinks that she sees a mirage Mm-hmm. because she sees what she interprets as a mirage because it appears to be a sandworm with people riding on it. Mm-hmm. And so she's just like, oh, that must be a mirage. And because she sees a mirage in the distance, like an actual like green mm-hmm. mirage. And then yeah. further in, she sees this worm. And Stilgar's like, oh, yeah, no, that would be better if we could ride, but we can't let a, like, we can't let a maker come in here, like, in this yeah. area. And then she's just like, wait, what? What? <laughs> and she doesn't really bring it into it, but she's just like, she, she is... has to really control herself because she wants to be like, what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, can you imagine? <laughs> like, y- you guys are riding these things? Hold yeah. on. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I would be like, first of all mad respect but second of all like oh my god that's to me like to an outsider that would be terrifying oh my gosh yeah and then so then we get to the good stuff which is that Stilgar is basically like all right we've got to get back in because we want to seal up the doors Mm -hmm. and also everyone might think that we're uh doing some stuff out here we're We're fooling around and my I dally with you 
my ladies, you know, he's got a little cadre of uh, of women. Well, then he says, some are already jealous that my hands tasted your loveliness when we struggled last night in Tuono mm. Basin. And she's just like, okay, yes. no, we're not going to have any of that shit. And he's just like, what? <laughs> I like that he doesn't take offense at it. He's just like, no worries. It's and cool, babe. Like, Don't worry about it. I am just stating fact. You're the shit. Uh, Get a good she's, whiff. And she, this is when he does the whole women among us are not taken against their will. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, I don't have to not do that. But, you know, I you know, I respect you enough to not yeah. assault you. So he's kind uh. of like, he's kind of tiptoeing around this, like, you know, you would be safe mm-hmm. with me. Maybe. And she's like, um. He's kind of doing the whole, wouldn't it be hilarious if we made out right now? Yes. But That'd like, so wouldn't funny. it be hilarious if we got married and you were my wife? If you were one of my wives. <laughs> yeah, one of my wives. <laughs> uh, so she hears that. So he brings this up and she's just kind of like, all right. Hmm. She does consider it. Yeah. You know, like, but Jessica she's... is a thoughtful, thorough person. Yeah, because she thinks, you know, there wouldn't she... be any conflict then about any kind of leadership because she would be married to the leader. But uh, she does, you know, wonder about her pregnancy and Paul's position, if that would affect either of those things. You know, because, and she even thinks like, and I like that, you know, she worries one about Paul because she doesn't know what their traditions are for like Mm -hmm. adoption. Like, so if she marries Stilgar, will Paul like not be able to be Duke? You know, like, will they be like, no, this is, you have this other position now. And then, you know, she's also pregnant. And this is the first time she really lets herself think about the fact that she's pregnant. Yeah. And... She does have a moment where she's like, should I have gotten pregnant right now? Oh, well. Yeah, it didn't really work Um, out so great. (laughs) And I like that her concern is that if she had a daughter while she was married to Stilgar, Mm -hmm. would he not let her train the daughter in In the Bene Gesserit ways? And I like that it wasn't a, would he, I don't know, kill the baby or refuse to, you know, let her have her or something. It's just a, would he expect her to be raised entirely Fremen and I wouldn't Mm -hmm. be able to pass on my teachings? Like, I'm going to have to, because that's what we do. And then Stilgar's just like, all right, here's some stuff. Because, again, they, like, really understand each other. Uh, And so he's just like, look... If you mm-hmm. teach me your powers, you know, we might have to challenge each other. And I wouldn't, I particularly don't want to do that. Yeah. Uh, so we have some other alternatives. <laughs> some other other ways you could join our, our merry band. Yeah. Uh, and he says that there's, their reverend mother is getting old. Mm-hmm. And she's and like, she's oh, hold like, up. Whoa, you got a reverend what? mother? <laughs> <laughs> You got one of those, huh? She does acknowledge that it could be just because of the Missionara Protectiva, like it could be that they bought so much into this Bene Gesserit myth that they actually call like their wise women Reverend Mother, even when they're not Bene Gesserit, Mm -hmm. you know. And then this is, okay, I particularly like this part because then he says, look, I'm not necessarily saying that you have to marry me, that you have to be with me. Mm-hmm. Because, like, no offense, because you're really hot. Uh, like, you're really beautiful yeah. and you're great. <laughs> but 
he doesn't really indicate like how many other like women he has but he's like if i take you on as one of my women some of the like, other the people... ones will be jealous well he says like the, the young men like in my group are gonna start thinking like all stilgar wants to do is like get hot ladies and like oh, yeah. be lazy and bang them all day and <laughs> you know i've got to be in charge of i have to be responsible for everyone else like i can't just like live yeah. this life and he's like i've got you know he's he basically like has a lot of teens mm-hmm. right now like in their group and he's just like i it's a lot of work to like deal yeah. with the, all these like young men yeah so it would probably be easier if i didn't have to also be like oh here's my new hot wife <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's just yeah, like oh that's you really cool when your men's like trust and loyalty quicker that way yeah. if they didn't think you were just like taking all the hottest and most fertile women for yourself uh so now she's like this guy has now this is actually the point where she's a little more into it i think actually now yeah. she's just like wow like, he's got all these depths and he's so intelligent he's a really good leader and oh kinda, darn it <laughs> yeah she's kind of like, <laughs> like let me get a look at you sir yeah. <laughs> and she says that she underestimated him. And he's just like, yeah, I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so then he says, so she says, you know, we've underestimated each other. And he says, I don't want us to do that anymore. I want us to be friends. Yeah. And I'm just like, it's Aww. really nice. It's and really I nice like, that someone is just not talking down to Jessica for a change. And I also like that he's just like, I would like us to be friends and not have all the drama that comes with sex. Yeah. She's like, no, that's cool. But I still do feel that's a little bit of the Wink but, wink, wouldn't it be crazy if? <laughs> it, it would be so much drama if we were having sex with each other. <laughs> it's better for friends that we don't right. do that, right? Right? Right. right? <laughs> I mean it would be weird, right? <laughs> be so weird if we just started like having sex right now with <laughs> like people from my tribe listening. Because also people are listening to us right now, just so you know. Uh <laughs> But she does, uh, she does think about, you know, his, uh, so the, the Reverend Mother, it's for them, they call it a Sayadina. Is that mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. So she is kind of thinking about it and she's sitting there and like, like he's waiting for something from me. Like he needs something from me. And then mm-hmm. she has this crazy moment of like, kind of opening herself up and getting this like memory that she doesn't have really or something it's weird yeah um but she uh oh yeah it's called the the adab Mm -hmm. the demanding memory that comes upon you of itself and it's basically like a litany that she recites and then the fremen are like responding to it sort of like the what do they call it in catholic church you know the and also with you shit yeah like yeah <laughs> what do they call that i don't now i, don't I can't know. think of it don't put me on the spot are you catholic i don't know yeah. <laughs> yes but oh god <laughs> i don't know anything about this the italian american group chat's gonna be pinging martin scorsese's on my phone <laughs> You've pissed off the Italians and the Irishmen. No! <laughs> My entire <laughs> background. <laughs> and the Polish. Everyone's oh. just like, okay. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm Scandinavian. We're all Lutherans. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Betty Draper. It's just my people are Nordic. 
Yes. I mean, exactly. I I am just a fat Betty Draper. <laughs> pretty much. Oh. <laughs> I mean, this is why I don't have kids. Because I would be like, yeah, okay, play with that dry cleaning bag. <laughs> uh, anyway. If you're bored, um, you're boring. Yeah. But the the Fremen sort of, you know, they take this as a sign. Like, mm-hmm. Stilgar's like, okay, well, step one. <laughs> this job interview's going great. <laughs> you magically knew this this thing, which is... And these are one of the things that are... So, obviously one of the things that Dune does really well is this idea mm-hmm. that, you know, so much of this prophecy is created. But at what point does something that you've made up become an actual thing? Yeah. Uh, because, you know, Jessica knows that this is all stuff that was set in, you know, action years ago by the Benny Gesserit, but that doesn't mean that she isn't part of it. And, you know, it's one of those you know, prophecy-esque things where somebody had to step into that, but wasn't it always going to be Jessica and Paul? Mm -hmm. This Um, is what I find so fascinating about this whole thing, about, like, not just, like, the whole prophecy thing, but the Missionara Protectiva itself, and, like, do they know this stuff's going to happen, or are they just saying this just in case? Yeah. Like, you know, is there a secondary like, or if this does not happen, then this other thing will happen. Yeah. Um. But she, I mean, you know, she has this memory and knows what she's supposed to say, even though that isn't anything that you know she was never trained to say that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it wasn't like, oh, if you ever find yourself in this situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess there's a level of that where probably all the Benny Jesuit get that. I mean, I guess yeah. if like Margot Fenring was in this position, she'd mm. probably be able to do it. But. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, that makes sense, I guess. But, you know, yeah, it's, well, the prophecy is this way because they wrote it to be that way. But also mm-hmm. it's happening because everything else is happening. And that's yeah. the problem with prophecies and why they're terrible. <laughs> yes. I mean, prophecies drive me crazy because, like, is this a con or is this self-fulfilling or was it always going to happen like this? Like, to me, like, the whole, like, Missionary Protectiva thing like makes it seem like it's total bullshit that they just kind of set this up but sometimes I'm just like then how does she know that? like <laughs> I don't know it's so this is why I only like challenges that are very direct it's I don't so like prophecies circular. I want like those sphinxes in yeah. never ending story that if you aren't worthy they just zap you yes the oracle if the oracle says no you just zap yeah, very like, fine. Well then, there it goes. Oops. <laughs> this um, is some like serious like I don't know. This is I, it. It makes sense that all of this is tied into like you know folklore and like Greek mythology because there's a ton of like weird mm-hmm. circular logic and riddling and things like that. Right, <laughs> like Oedipus prophecy. Yeah, you know. prophecy. Yeah. But they all start also reciting this. She's mm-hmm. clearly done the right thing. Uh, so we go back to Paul. Yeah. Uh, he is with Chani. He is eating. It's apparently, it's bird. I mean, it's, he says it's bird flesh. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it's so, like, and grain and honey. And it's mm-hmm. in a leaf. And it sounds amazing, frankly. Yeah, it sounds tasty. I would enjoy this little egg roll thing. This little mm-hmm. spring roll. Uh, but it's also full of spice. So it he is. is tripping. Tripping. He's tripping balls. 
Um, oh, and he notices that the only person who is unaffected by this is Jameis. Yeah. Who's still being a real little shitbag. Yeah, Jameis is kind of being aloof and not sort of not buying into that, which, I mean, I can't really fault him. (laughs) I really can't. But Paul is, yeah, he's like going full mentat at this point. Like he's like, data, data. Johnny Five needs input. And he Um, knows, like he could tell that his mom, because there's a point where Jessica, while she's doing this, has a level of cynicism because she is mm -hmm. like, here we go, like playing my part. And he knows that that's what is happening with her because, you know, there he knows his mother. Uh, But then he's standing there. He's taking all the spice. Johnny's looking at him like, Mm -hmm. holy crap. And (laughs) then it's just, here it comes. Terrible purpose. Yeah, but terrible purpose. Like this time, he's starting to like kind of get get it that the smallest changes, the smallest decisions, like even a sneeze or a cough or a wink or a careless word, can change the future. Mm-hmm. Which kind of like takes us back to a previous chapter where he was like, "Oh, I I am I had a vision of us being here before, but we were with Duncan Idaho, and obviously Duncan wasn't there." So that kind of, like, ties back to that, like, small choices, small decisions, like, impacting, like, his path or his future. And kind of at the end there, um, he he does actually say a thing that is real, which is the um, Heisenberg um, uncertainty principle. So... Take it away. It is... I'm gonna do my best, okay? It is a... (laughs) principle in which okay like say you're trying to measure a light wave and the heisenberg uncertainty says that we can measure where the wave is or where it's going but not both at the same time so you could see the present or you can see the future but you can't see like how the present affects the future if that makes sense kind of so like paul can see he like he can you know sit up and look around and see the present he can look forward in his mind and see the future, but he can't see like how his present gets him to that point in the future. Like he can't okay. see the path. Um, so basically he's seeing a lot of different possibilities with varying degrees of certainty here. Um, okay. To measure where the wave is, we have to disturb the momentum so then you can, once you disturb the, the wave's momentum, you can no longer see where it's going because you've disturbed it. You've changed it. You know, it's like stepping mm-hmm. in. Okay, so picture a stream and like if you step into a stream and the water kind of diverts around your legs. Uh-huh. Like sort of that. Like when Paul steps into the future, you know, the possibilities sort of divert around him and things. Okay. Are not, yeah. Okay. So his final vision then is him lying dead on the ground with a knife buried in his chest. So that's a possible future. I don't know how likely, if that's the most likely one, or if that's just the last possibility that he sees. Mm -hmm. But it's definitely something that he sees in his future. Yeah. The king of Norway showed up. (laughs) Yeah, at the last minute. Sorry, that's Hamlet. (laughs) 
Rufus Sewell, what are you doing here? <laughs> That's how I feel hot. all the time. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> this is when he steps in, starring in Amazon's The Man in the High Castle. <laughs> Rufus, no. I know. God, he's so freaking gorgeous, though. Uh, Dangerous Beauty. Check it out, everyone. Uh, so good. So good. Best movie. Okay. Anyway, uh, but it is. It's say. a great movie. Everyone yeah. should check it out. It's little little scene i feel but Mm -hmm. great uh yeah oh and i just saw that next week's epigraph is freaking 18 why am i getting all these long ones well first of all you volunteered for several of those i did but this one's goofy and this one you made (laughs) you made me read because of that very fun dip into german spend and spoken i am gonna okay just for once, I'm going to skip just ahead to this, only because the first line of this mm-hmm. epigraph is, my father, the Padishah Emperor, was 72, yet looked no more than 35. Like Bullshit. We... Okay, first of all, <laughs> we know... Did he pay we... you to say that? If I were writing this book, that's like the worst thing. When you ask your writer friends to like read your manuscript and they always say, if I were writing this book. <sighs> but you're not. I am. Yeah. Anyway, I love you guys. I seventy two and he looked thirty five, which is fifty five. <laughs> so he's maybe Jillian. Wait, no, I was gonna say Jillian Anderson, but she's not even that old. She's like what in her forties or fifties? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. So who's like well Helen Mirren? Maybe I don't know. Paul she Rudd, thirty five. Well, yeah. Paul Rudd, the Angel Stranger. <laughs> Adam Scott, too. You know, I don't know if I told you this, but we were watching, uh, like, Star Trek Nemesis for some reason, which is a horrible movie. Okay, okay. You love a bald Tom Hardy. Sure. Yeah, well, we were watching it, and Adam Scott was in the beginning part. Like, he's on the ship that gets attacked or whatever. Like, fully grown Adam Scott. And I'm like, how the... how old is Adam Scott? He is also in Hellraiser Bloodlines. So, yeah. Wearing a powdered wig. <laughs> oh, and he's man. in what would in any, I feel like he definitely has what would have been a sex scene mm-hmm. that I think he was the one who was like, I'm not doing a sex scene because the I believe if I'm remembering it correctly, the woman is definitely topless, if not naked, because it's that mm-hmm. kind of movie. Yeah. And I think he's like, it's one of those where you hear noises and then later he like comes out in a robe and she's just naked. Mm. But there is part of me that feels like, well, one, that's just how movies are made, unfortunately, as that is. But I think that he was probably like, I'm not doing like a yeah. whole thing, guys. I want to like give a shout out to HBO for their dedication to even the playing field in terms of, you know, nudity, like... There's some real parody there because <laughs> I've been watching Watchmen and boy, howdy, there's a lot of wieners. Uh, also, uh, Stars does not shy away. Yeah, Stars never did, though. Stars was always kind of. That was sort out of what they built. It. That was their brand. Yeah. Yeah, they were like, hey, we're not but afraid yet, to do this. We're not HBO. Who gives you know, a that shit? It happens on Outlander, but it's never the penises you want to see. No, it really isn't. No. <laughs> It's probably the same uh, with Dune. There'll be, you know, <laughs> there'll probably be like some extra from an extra naked. And it's like, this is not what anyone wanted. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll just see like, you know, Javier Bardem from like, you know, his belt of Apollo up. Oh, my God. They're going to be so smoldery. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. If Javier Bardem was just like, I could use another woman, I'd be like, well. <sighs> I know. I was sorry, Paul. That today, Paul, this is reading, your new dad. <laughs> when I was reading this chapter, like, it was the first time I was picturing Stilgar, him as Stilgar. Because before, I always pictured, you know, like the guy from the movie. What is his name again? Oh. From Twin Peaks. That I guy. know, but now I can't think of his name. Oh, okay. Everett McGill. Everett McGill. Yeah. So I was always picturing Everett McGill. And then today was the first time I was actually picturing Javier. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like texting you. I was Say. like, so sexy. And you were like, he's sassy. I was like, no. <laughs> oh, because I was reading the chapter. Yeah. He's pretty sassy in the chapter. Yeah, he is. But he is. I was like, mm, I'm into it. Yeah, no, that's going to be a lot of smoldering. Mm-hmm. Because um, he has those eyes, yeah. His Good whole, stuff. like, his whole persona. Mm-hmm. Um, I would expect no less of a man married to Penelope Cruz. <laughs> yeah, totally. I always forget they're married for some they're reason. Very, they're very, very private. Yeah, they are. They are, and I totally respect that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, so... Even in Skyfall, when he, like, took out his entire jaw, or whatever the heck that was about. <laughs> yeah. Oh, girl, that new Bond trailer looks <laughs> I know! I know you're so excited. I know I you've probably been holding it in all this time, waiting I'm for me to I'm very excited. Up, I think it looks very good. Uh, just at all times. so good. And I'm not, like, you know me. I'm, like, I've seen the newer ones and, like, them fine. But, mm-hmm. like, I'm not really, like, a Bond person. Mm-hmm. But this one looks like, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is a Bond I can get behind. Like, and I feel like there's definitely, like, I could see the Phoebe Waller-Bridge, like, touches in the preview. Like, the James Bond movie was freaking hilarious. Yeah. I know people are getting so, oh my gosh, people are so mad about that. And I love it. (laughs) Like, fuel me. Yes, but Lashana Lynch, holy crap. Oh my god. So. Yes. (laughs) My husband and I had a long conversation last night about, like, he was trying to figure out, like, how she's 007. I'm like, well, I think, like, Bond is kind of out of the game. Yeah. Someone has to be 007 and this whole thing. So. Yep. And he's he's like, so what happens? What does she do when he comes back? I'm just like, I don't know. I'm hoping that they have some, like, hot, angry sex, maybe. Or. I mean, unfortunately, I suspect that it means that she dies. But, I mean, I don't I know that. hope not. And it seemed like she's got a lot to do in the trailer. So, I mean, mm-hmm. fingers crossed that that's not the case. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, it's exciting. I'm excited. And, uh, and I'll also, I mean, and I get that they don't, I, I do think trailers do give a lot away. Mm-hmm. I know my husband dis- dislikes a lot of trailers because he thinks that they're just too, too many spoilers. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. As if any of us believed Christoph Waltz when he was like, oh, I'm not going to be in any new ones. Like, I'm not coming back at all. Like, maybe he's only in one scene and that's fine. But come on, dude. We're all going, "Uh Mm -hmm, uh-huh. What was the movie he did between The Last Bond and now that was, it, like, tanked so bad? Oh, no, it didn't tank, but Alita Battle Angel, like, the only people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like the only people that really, it didn't tank. It did fine, but I feel like the only people that really watched it, and please don't tweet me i i don't care we're like guys that were angry about captain marvel so decided to see that instead so 
I mean, I heard it was it was pretty solid. I haven't seen it. I heard um, it's good. But I'm not gonna see it because no, no, I, no, but yeah, I, I can't. No, I'm I'm like I'm 42. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> I'm not doing. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, I, just, I'm I want that. entering the Nancy Myers phase of my life. Okay, I just need Diane Keaton in a turtleneck sweater, and everything's gonna be okay. I want that on like a poster, which is just a picture of you in front of a poster for Alita Battle Angel. It's just like, no, I'm 42. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> that shirt will outlive me. <laughs> I'm going to get people we know to Photoshop that. I'm going to go on Public. I'm just going to print it on Zazzle. I'm just going to print it and wear it around. People will be like, what is that? Like, you don't understand. It's a whole thing. <laughs> I love people that wear in jokes like t-shirts yeah in jokes Ugh, it's i it's like my bread and butter and then you ask them to explain it and they You're try like, no, and it's like you don't get it but it's just so fun anyway yeah we had so a that's... whole my sister-in-law and i had this whole joke at thanksgiving which i won't go into because it won't make sense but at the time <laughs> it was so funny and we kept trying to get everyone else in it and no one else was feeling it we were just like but it's this and they were like what are you talking about we're like but Oh, this is great, you guys. What's wrong with everyone else? We played a lot of Jackbox oh, this weekend. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know if you guys play that, but like... No, I should, though. Because we had... I don't know. We just... I feel like it was nothing... By the end of the weekend, because we were playing up until like the day before our company left. Mm-hmm. So it was like... By the end of the weekend, it was nothing but in jokes about what had happened the previous three days. <laughs> it oh, was just like, the best to no one else, but it was great. Amazing. Yeah. So hmm. anyway, yeah, that's all our podcast is at this point. Yeah. Frankly, I mean, it's just in jokes for the people that have listened to the previous thirty-five episodes. But I think <laughs> this is like our thirty-sixth episode. Can you believe oh my it? God, no. Yes, yeah, so we're going to be having our one-year anniversary in a few months. And I am just, will we be finished with Doom by then? Probably not. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who can say? Oh, man. So that's probably a good place to wrap up for the week. I am. Well, you have a plug. Yeah. I mean, we don't have any new reviews. Guys, come on. Get on that. We love reviews. It helps us out if you go to iTunes. Leave us a review. It really does. Like makes us more visible gets us out there people can you know see us and you know they don't they're not gonna listen to us if they don't know we're there so please leave us a review we would really really appreciate it um no new letters this week which you're always welcome to email us at uh weirdingpodcast at gmail.com we love 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 getting letters from you and reading them on the show we are, I know I've been saying this for like weeks now, but we are going to have guests soon. So we'll have to announce who those guests are. And then if you have questions for our guests, then, you know, email mm-hmm. us. We're happy to, happy to ask them, ply them with your questions. Um, yeah, my <laughs> plug do. is I have a review <laughs> of uh, the Christmas Prince 3, a royal baby. Uh, a Christmas <laughs> Prince 3, the royal baby got that mixed up yeah um up on the spool it if you've seen the previous two christmas prince movies you know that they are completely bonkers 
And this one is the most bonkers of all of them. So, and stars Lady Jessica herself. Alice Creegy is uh Oh yeah, she was Lady, Lady Jessica, Jessica in the in first the miniseries. miniseries. Yes. The first one, not the second one. No, she was the, se- the, in the second vice one. Vice versa? Not- the se- yes, you're right. She was in Children, yeah. Because yeah. the first, the lady that was Lady Jessica in the first one, I've seen her on Midsummer Murder. She's an English actress. Yeah. But I can't remember her name. I'm terrible. Yeah. The I call- my herself, apologies. Alice Creasy. Yeah. But she's great yeah. uh, in those movies. Um, it's very dumb. It's really fun. If you just need something that's like lighthearted and kind of winking at itself, like not, doesn't take itself too seriously, I definitely recommend it and read my review. You should. Yeah. <laughs> so that's going to do it for this week. Uh, we'll see you next week. We'll have plenty more Paul and Jessica hijinks then. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Do, do, time for something music. Okay. Donnie Darko, I think. Oh, that's so... Oh, God. Paul is Donnie Darko, isn't he? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Should have put Mad World on that mix. Do, 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 do. You still... We still can. We still can.